This is the Internet Ballers Podcast, Episode 50. This is the Internet Ballers Podcast with your host, Michael Pasha, the show for internet entrepreneurs who want to learn how uncertainty and struggle turn into confidence and success. Welcome to the Ballers Circle. Thanks for listening and welcome to the Baller Circle. I'm Michael Pasha, the host of the Internet Ballers podcast, and today is the March monthly roundup episode. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking about my takeaways from my interviews with Steve Heimerman, Lee Martinuzzi, Nick Unsworth, and Nicholas Barely. So first, let's jump into it with uh, episode 46 for Steve Heimerman, who was the video production expert from Tilt Motion. So when I sat down with Steve and we talked about video production, um, two important things came up that I really liked. Uh, one, Steve said that uh, there are two questions you need to ask yourself before you create a video. One is that you need to know what your key message is for the video uh, and your call to action, uh, which is super important because I, I feel like um, it's so easy to just, you know, you hear all this stuff about creating video and how important it is, and it is very, very important. But then um, I think it's also really easy to forget that your video needs to have a very clear message. Otherwise, people are going to not really understand what you're trying to convey and they're going to get lost and not going to be interested. And the other important thing is to have a call to action um, because, I mean, it really the, the purpose of the video is to get somebody to do something, right? You want them to come to your website. You want them to you know, read a blog post or click on an affiliate link or go check something else out that you have, maybe a course or, or something like that. So whatever it is that you want that person to do, make it clear at the end of the video, maybe even it's just watch my next video or continue or subscribe to my YouTube channel or whatever it may be. Um, make sure that, you know, you have those clear things in there so you're not just creating uh, a video with uh, no clear uh, action that you want that person to take. Because usually you may have an action uh, maybe in the back of your mind subconsciously, but like if you don't actually vocalize it, people won't know uh, what you expect them to do. The next thing you want to do is you want to think about what it is that you want your audience to know about your brand. What do you want your brand to be known for? And focus your video content specifically on that and uh, and, and do that in all the videos that you create so you have a, this kind of cohesive message uh, that comes across with your brand and people kind of um, get to understand what your brand is about and, uh, and, and really, you know, can, can tie all those things together and know what to expect from you. Um, another thing that Steve talked about that I thought was really cool was he talked about the elements of good storytelling. Uh, and so in video, just like any other medium, um, the way to, you know, connect with people the best is, uh, is through storytelling. In your video that you want to still tell a story about how your product or service will change someone's life. So you want to make a connection um, between your product and service and the emotional triggers um, that that particular individual has, uh, and so does your problem, does your product or service solve what uh, sort of things that people want? Does it give them, and what emotions? Emotions. So if you can connect with them emotionally, and usually storytelling is the best way to do that to hit those emotional triggers, um, then you'll have uh, a much more compelling video than if you go with another approach. Uh, often people try to, and I've tried this myself, try to use logic to sell, you know, here are all the great, great points about my product. Uh, here are the, here, here's, a, here's a great video with all this logic in it, but really people care about emotions. That's really what drives us as human beings. Uh, so you want to connect with people, uh, on an emotional standpoint. 
Um, and the, the last thing I wanted to highlight that I thought was really cool was, you know, Steve's process when he talked about uh, starting his company, Tilt Motion. So uh, what I thought was really interesting about that was uh, Steve followed a very systematic way of going about building a business. You know, he said before he even started his company, he made sure he did his homework and that he understood the pains and desires of his industry. Um, and I thought that was that was it, it kind of seems like a no brainer, like, oh, of course, why would you not do that? But I think a lot of people don't really um, do it in a way that really gets to what the pains are. They make assumptions about what they think the pains are. Uh, but what Steve did was he actually went and he sat down with people who were buying video to learn what they were struggling with and to learn what they thought was the most difficult about the process of creating video and, of all, and also about uh, the process of buying video. And that gave him a lot of information to know, okay, well, what's people want, but what people who are actually in this marketplace have actually told me that they want and that they're looking for. Um, and then next he said that what he did was, and he sat down and he brainstormed a whole lot of solutions and he put together something and then he brought that, that, that solution back to the people he originally talked to. And uh, he, I just asked them, you know, Hey, if I were to provide this solution to you, would you want to buy it? And then once he got enough yeses, then he realized he had something that was worth building fully. Um, and that, that was a process that he used. And I think that's a great process to use for any product development or any business or company that you're trying to build to make sure that you're not actually, you're not working on something that people don't actually care about or don't actually um, want to buy. Uh, next up was Lee Martinuzzi, who is the uh, host of the Hidden Why Guy podcast from episode 47. Uh, so Lee's, Lee's a pretty cool guy. He's, he's, uh, lives with his family in Japan. He travels the world, uh, with his family and, um, he knows this is a very attractive lifestyle for a lot of people. But during the episode, he cautioned, uh, against making the move, uh, to another country or, or deciding to live this kind of traveling lifestyle just because you see other people doing it. Uh, Lee said that you really need to dig into why you want to travel, uh, and why you want to have an internet business. Um, because, you know, often when people look at why they really want to do it, it's not because it's a true desire for them, but they're kind of chasing, uh, other people's dreams. So they're chasing a dream that they, they see a lot floating around on Facebook or hear other people talking about it and they're like, oh, that seems cool. But then when they really dig deep into themselves, they may realize that, you know, traveling the world, uh, is not for them or internet business is not necessarily for them. And maybe it's just something interesting to hear about, but not necessarily something they actually want to build. Um, and he said that uh, one of the worst mistakes you can make is is going and deciding you want to travel because you want to escape from your current existence, which I, I totally get. You know, it's like having problems in this particular location. I think a location change is going to change everything for me. So I'm just going to kind of run away from your, those problems. Uh, and Lee said the, the problem with doing that is that those problems will find their way back to you and you'll be in the same spot you were before. So. Um, if you just need a change of pace, want to go somewhere else, I think that's a great, great, um, you know, way to kind of restart things. But if there's a certain problem that you're running away from, especially if it's an internal problem, uh, don't assume that just because you leave a particular location, that, that problem is going to leave you, uh, as well. Uh, and in Lee's case, you know, he, he really just, you know, he was making good money. He had some good friends and family where he was currently living, but he just didn't have the time to do the things that made him truly feel, feel fulfilled. Um, and, uh, so he, that was kind of his why he wanted to travel to, to see, um, parts of the world that he knew that with his current job, he wasn't going to be able to see. And then also 
he wanted an internet business that would allow him to be able to make income on the road so he could, you know, have the best of both worlds, living the lifestyle that he wanted, traveling with his family and seeing places that he wouldn't have time to see if he was uh, in his previous job. And then also um, making an income that supports that sort of lifestyle. Uh, and so then we got into something really cool, which is how to discover your why. You know, he's the hidden why guy. That's what his podcast and blog are all about. And I know that people trying to discover their why is a you know big topic that a lot of people talk about. And uh, Lee had a pretty good process for doing that. And so uh, he started out with, um, you know, figuring out what it is you really want. So he said, start by asking yourself, you know, what do you really enjoy doing? Uh, what are your skill sets and what are you great at? Uh, and you also need to separate those thoughts from what other people expect from you. Uh, it's really easy to think to to get caught caught up in this, you know, idea of um, what you think you want, but what you think you want is really kind of modeled and based on what other people expect of you. So I want to be a lawyer, but really is it that you want to be a lawyer or is it that your parents wanted you to be a lawyer or society respects lawyers or something like that? And so really he just said, you know, kind of get down to what it is that you really want um, and don't worry about what other people think. Uh, And if you were to separate and not worry about what other people think, what is it that you would really want to do? And he also said you need to figure out what you really value. So what are the things that are most important to you in your life? Um, And what are some things that you may uh, want or need to eliminate? Um, And based on the information that you get from asking these questions, uh, you get to figure out what your true needs and desires are. Um, And this forms your life compass. And Lee uses this kind of life compass to figure out um, whether or not he should make any particular decision. You know, he asks himself, does this fit into what I really want? And does this fit into my true values? And um, if too many decisions that he's making, the answer becomes no, then he realizes that, you know, this is not the right decision to make. And so he, he uses those, those two things to keep himself on the path that he wants to be on to um, continue having the lifestyle that he wants to live so he can be happy and truly uh, have a fulfilled life. Next was my interview with Nick Unsworth from Life on Fire and episode 48. Here at the Internet Ballers podcast, we're all about the story of the struggle as a story of success. And Nick truly has a story of struggle and um, going from many, many struggles to finally finding success. Uh, Nick had 11 business failures in a row and was able to persevere and keep going on, which I think is amazing. Um, and and from that, you know, clearly uh, Nick knows, knows a bit about... Um, figuring out how to accomplish your goals despite uh, roadblocks that are in your way. So Nick uh, went through his five-step process for accomplishing any goal. Uh, and so the steps in that process are, uh, first step is vision. So he said that a lot of people get stuck figuring out how uh, they will accomplish the goal. Like, what is this thing that you want to accomplish? Um, and, and why is that thing uh, so so important to you? And he said, you know, once you get clear on uh, what you really want and you get a clear vision on what that is, the how will come. And, and that kind of sounds, um, I don't know, kind of like that won't happen, but it, it, really, it really does work because uh, what I've kind of found is, you know, all day long you're kind of bombarded with suggestions and information and all these things. And once you really kind of get clear on your vision, you are able to sift through all that information a lot easier and you and you narrow in on what on all the information, only the information that it will help you get to your goal the quickest and kind of filter out everything else. Uh, 
Um, and it's and it's about like having the right filter on um, so you can be laser targeted. So like, you know, you really focus on only the things that are going to get you to your, to your vision the quickest. Um, the next step was to declare. So um, you want to tell the world basically about what this thing is you want to accomplish. Uh, in Nick's case, he wanted to be a top producer in his network marketing business. And so he declared it to his mentor and to everyone he knew. And what this did was, you know, it kind of it kind of made him accountable. You know, people he knew people were, were going to be following up with him and asking him, hey, did you accomplish this goal you said you were going to do? Um, and that accountability is really important because um, if you don't have it, if you don't have the accountability, it can be uh, really difficult to actually accomplish any goal that you're setting setting out to do. And it's not necessarily that you won't be able to accomplish your goal without the accountability, but it's it's you know, having the, the, the knowledge that someone's there uh, and that people are expecting you to do this thing is a very good motivator, I think, for, for many of us because uh, we're social creatures, right? We, we care about the um, opinions of, of our peers and we don't want to let people down. And so declaring it is a good way to get that accountability uh, and to, um, you know, get get yourself in a in a position where you feel some pressure, some social pressure to really do this thing you th- said you were going to do. Uh, and the next step is writing a letter. And I think this is really, really cool. You know, there's a lot of different ways of, of going about this. But really, the process of writing a letter is that you, you sit down and you write a letter to yourself um, about what it is that you want to accomplish as though it has already happened. Uh, as though you've already achieved it. So this is like your future self writing a letter to your present day self about how great your life is now that you've accomplished this goal. And uh, you use this process not only to document what you plan to do, but also the feelings that come up from accomplishing the goal. So you talk about like what, you know, I wanted to do this, or I did this great thing, and this is how I did it, and now I feel like this, and this is what I have in my life, and I'm living here, and I have this sort of lifestyle, and these are the people that I have in my life, and the things I'm able to do that maybe I wasn't able to do before, and you really, really want to dig into how all that makes you feel. How does it make you feel that you no longer have some sort of problem that you had before. Maybe it was a financial difficulty. Maybe it was a relationship issue. Maybe it was, you know, a business problem. Maybe it was an education problem, whatever it may be, whatever the goal is you're trying to accomplish. Um, how does it feel that you no longer have that struggle? How does it feel now that you've accomplished this goal? And write all those things down because, and put them in a letter, because then what you're going to do is you're going to read that, read that letter back to yourself every single day to reinforce your belief that this is what you really want to accomplish. And, uh, and that's something that really, really works well because um, it's really, you know, as we talked about before, we're driven by emotion. And um, a lot of times you, you sit down and you visualize and you think about something you really want. It's like it makes you feel good. Those emotions, those positive emotions come up and you're like, man, I feel good. I really want to do this. I mean, I'm sure we've all had those moments where like, you know, we're, we, we know what we need to do. Uh, we need to get in shape and then we watch some action movie and we see some person there who looks really in shape. We're like, oh, that motivates me to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, ah, it's cold. Oh, it's I'm tired. (laughs) and You don't want to go. But then that's kind of another another moment of like you need those emotions back. You need those emotions you had when you're watching that movie to remind yourself about what's possible. 
if you get 10 no's and you decide to quit, more than likely the reason why you're quitting is because you believe that the next person that you're going to run into is going to say no as well, you know, or the next 10 people or whatever it may be, or the person who continues on, that person believes more than likely that the next person could be a yes. And so if you keep going on, you're much more likely to accomplish your goal than if you than if you quit. So perseverance is key, and this is a great way to stay motivated. Uh, and next up is resourcing up. So uh, Nick talked a lot about getting uh, resources to help you accomplish your goal. Uh, you know, that may be a coach, um, maybe an accountability partner, that may be, you know, reading books or taking courses, whatever it is you need to do uh, to get the resources you need. Because currently, right now, um, you don't have the skill set needed to accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish. So you need to gain new skills. You need to um, surround yourself with, you know, other people who are doing similar things that you want to do so that you can stay motivated and so that you can learn the right way to go about it, the most efficient way to go about it so you're not spinning your wheels and getting frustrated because things aren't working the way you want it even though you're putting in the work. Uh, And the last step was to choose faith over fear. And this is an interesting concept and kind of cool because, um, you know, as you're going through life at any moment, there is always going to be a situation in which um, you can either choose that something good is going to come, is going to be the outcome from a situation, or you can choose to believe that something bad is going to come or going to be the outcome of a situation, right? And before before the outcome actually happens, you don't really know which direction it's going to move in. You don't know whether or not you know, if you walk into a gas station, if it's going to be a quiet, you know, day where you just get to go out there and pump your gas or if a robbery is going to break out and you're going to be held at gunpoint, right? But in most cases, you know, in a situation like that, I think unless you've already been in a robbery situation, you probably, you know, choose faith and you just assume that I'm just going to walk in here and get what I need to get and leave. Um, whereas you could focus on fear and every time you, you're, you, you're, you're thinking, hey, you know, maybe a robbery is going to break out, so I don't want to go into a gas station. And that's, you know, kind of a... Uh, you know, just an example of the kind of things that I'm talking about. And th- but this applies to kind of everything you do in your life or, you know, before the event actually happens, you don't know what it is that's going to uh, be the outcome. So instead of being afraid and instead of choosing to be afraid and assuming something bad is going to happen, since you don't know what's going to happen, you might as well just have faith and just assume something good is going to happen each time and train yourself to get into that positive mindset and to not assume uh, the worst about situations. Um, You know, because Nick said, you know, when you're trying to accomplish your goal, you're going to be bombarded with enough negative messages from friends and family and, you know, outside world and comments on social media and whatever it may be, uh, people who don't believe in you. uh, And some of these negative comments may come from your own head, but uh, you need to just, just, you know, be, be cognizant and, uh, intentional about uh, the fact that you can choose faith over fear and um, and, and just choosing to believe that you uh, can accomplish the goal that you want to believe that you're that you set out to do instead of believing that something bad is going to happen that you're going to fail um, and you you know it's good to acknowledge that the fear is there but use it to grow um, and not to hold you back and use that letter that you wrote to keep yourself motivated to move forward and, and to accomplish that goal uh, that you set out to accomplish. Uh, so last up this month was Nicholas Barely. Uh, he is from the uh, the billion dollar billion dollar body.com from episode 49. And uh, I think that the episode with Nicholas was pretty cool because 
you know, Nicholas is in the health and fitness niche. He's a he's a coach um, for male entrepreneurs who really want to, you know, get healthy and live the best life they can possibly live. Um, and I think in that in that in that space, the tough thing is that so many of these people who are successful entrepreneurs, they they've really made it big in business, but they may not necessarily have the greatest health because you know they put so much time into building their business and they're so uh, you know driven and hardworking. They don't really you know set time aside to exercise and to eat right and to get the sleep that they need and those sort of things. Um, and so what Nicholas does to motivate these people to work with him is he shows them something they already understand. These people who are entrepreneurs, they clearly understand investment, right? They understand investing in their business. They understand investing in their in their education, um, whether that be formal or informal education. Um, and so what Nicholas does is he, instead of just, you know, hammering the, the same old, like, you know, you need to eat healthy, otherwise you're going to, you know, be uh you know sick and die early uh he focuses specifically on how his program is going to help them in the thing that they really care about which is their business right uh which is i think is is brilliant because it's like tapping into what these people actually care about i care about my business i want my business to do better oh wait being healthy will actually help my business so me taking time away from the business to sleep will actually make me more productive during the day so that I can get more done. Me eating and breathing better um, will actually give me more energy to do the things I need to do during the day to make my business more productive. Um, and that's what Nicholas focuses on is the ROI from taking his program, from getting hiring him as a coach and him teaching people how to eat better, how to exercise, how to sleep better, how to breathe, how to do these things that will actually not take away from their business, but will enhance it. And when you do it that way, it, it makes a no-brainer for your client. So I think that's a lesson for anybody in any niche who's looking to figure out uh, how do you sell your product to a client is make it a no-brainer for them. Make it painless. Make it so whatever it is that they have to give up, they're, they're, it's clear that they're getting more on the other side because usually people's resistance is because they feel like they have to give up more than they're getting. Um, and if you can if you can find a way, a clever way like Nicholas did to show them, hey, no, you're not giving up more than you're getting. You're going to get far more than you're giving up, whether it's, um, you know, more income, whether it's, you know, whatever that goal is that you're trying to accomplish, uh, you know, this thing is going to help you accomplish that goal and it's going to be worth all the money and time and whatever investment you have to make in doing this because it's really going to get you to your goal that you're trying to accomplish already a lot faster. Um, and I think when you do that and you kind of um, meet people where they're at, instead of trying to detour them to come in a different direction and give up something that they already like, um, I think it's much easier to not be that that life disruptor, um, you know, but like try to figure out how do you integrate yourself in your business to, to do that integration um, process of sales instead of trying to figure out how, how can you come from, uh, from what they're already doing. And, you know, it's kind of like native advertising. You know, it's like with, you know, face people, if you can find a way to make it seamless or even not even paid advertising, maybe even, you know, um, natural process that they're looking to do, it's so much easier to get them to engage. You know, it's the whole reason why Facebook created the news feed and, and you know, put ads in the news feed because it's like, okay, well, instead of looking at a pop-up ad on the side, 
this thing, this ad is already integrated in a process that I'm already using. Um, and it, you know, ex- exploded their business. Um, and I think that, you know, all of us can learn a lesson from that and figure out like, okay, what's, what's the integration I need to have in my business instead of, you know, redirecting people away from whatever they're currently doing. How do I integrate into that and show them, Hey, you can still use, you know, live, uh, the same or a very similar lifestyle that you want to live, but I'm going to show you how to, uh, integrate what I do to make that process and that lifestyle even better than it currently is. Uh, so those are my takeaways for the month of March. I, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, thanks for listening. And as usual, um, I really enjoy having you uh, listen to the show. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email at michael at internetballers.com. Uh, you can check out the blog post for this episode as well as other episodes of the Internet Ballers podcast at internetballers.com. Again, I'm Michael Pasha and happy marketing. Thanks for listening to the Internet Ballers podcast. Through our guest stories, you will learn the path to go from struggling entrepreneur to internet baller. We'll see you on the next episode.